0: Hi, I'm Johnny Reinhardt, And I'm Megan Francis. And you're listening to the Meet the Makers podcast. In this show, we talk to the masters who create beer, wine, and spirits in Southwest Michigan to hear what inspires their craft.
1: It's all part of the Makers Trail.
0: You can learn all about the makers that are part of the Makers Trail at makerstrail.org and plan your route with the map available right at their website, makerstrail.org.
1: And now it's time to Meet the Makers.
0: Welcome to episode number 12 of the Meet the Makers podcast. And in this episode, we'll be heading to Baroda, or as I like to call it, Wine Central, to Baroda Founders, to be talking with uh, Gunnar Olson, who is the son of one of the pioneers of wine in Southwest Michigan. Len Olson helped plant the first wine grapes right here in Southwest Michigan. So we hear about that story and learn about the history, but also uh, learn all about what's going on with Baroda Founders Wine Cellars. They're super busy right in the middle of harvest season as we speak. So uh, let's get at it. Let's start crushing grapes and having some wine and sitting back and relaxing. Well, for a little while, then we got to go back to making some wine. So let's get to it. We are here in a beautiful wine country, Baroda. This is the place to be. We are here at Baroda Founders uh, Wine Cellars here, and uh, I'm hanging out here with Gunnar, Gunnar Olsen, and uh, is it Gunnar, or you were telling me there's a it, different pronunciation.
1: Well, I, I, I go by Gunnar, but actually, it would be Gunnar. Gunnar, I in like In Sweden, You have the umlauts over yeah. the U, so.
0: Yeah, exactly, you're right. So no. anything's
1: right. <laughs> Call yeah. me whatever, just don't call me late for dinner.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, uh, this is you know a wonderful place, uh, right here in the uh, I, as I was just driving into uh, Baroda, the uh, the heart of wine country is what it says because that is uh, yeah. really what it is because yeah, we, Baroda have, is
1: the heart of our wine country,
0: yeah. We have uh, I don't even know how many wineries just in the Baroda area, but uh, there's a lot of them.
1: Well, we have 21 wineries on the trail, right? Uh, the wine trail,
0: yeah, and uh guess about 12 of them are in our southern part wow and it's just uh and that's because this area is just really great for for growing the grapes for wine correct yes
1: wow it's you know we got the lake to protect us from the the cold winters this we get a lake effect snow right. that protects the vines in the winter and in the summer the lake cools us so they don't get too hot and and so we have cool nights and warm days. It's really great for the, all the fruit.
0: Yeah. Well, we are I mean, experiencing uh, some very, very hot weather uh, this whole weekend. So, I mean, if you're listening to the podcast a little bit uh, later on, uh, this is a weekend where it's 90 degrees today. 90 degrees tomorrow and 90 it's, degrees or so on Sunday and it's already fall yeah, it's, it's officially the first fall. day of
1: fall yeah and it's 90 degrees yes. it's
0: it's just absolutely crazy now uh, we'll talk a little bit about how you know the harvest and all that and how weather and all that stuff might affect it but I really want to talk to you about how this this all got started how did Baroda founders get started well um, in my
1: father who started he was the first one to plant uh Wine grapes in Michigan. Oh, really? Back at Tabor Hill back in the mm-hmm. back in 1970. Right. Um, he had moved on. He was in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. He started the wine business down in Kentucky. Well, in 08, he started missing home and right. missing my, my, my kids, his grandkids. Yeah. So he moved back and decided to start a winery. So he found our, this location and Sarah brought a founder's.
0: That is absolutely amazing. So
1: he opened in uh, July of 2009.
0: So he was one of the first uh, to plant grapes here back in the 70s. Other
1: wineries were before that. Yeah. St. Julie and Warner have been here for decades. Yeah. But he was the first one to plant like Chardonnay and other premium wine grapes.
0: And did he just do it because... For commercial use. I mean, yeah. You know, some farmers might have had him exactly.
1: to test with, but he was the first one for commercial. So.
0: That's really cool. And, and obviously, it worked uh, back then, and, and it's just yeah, grown. It's, it's grown and grown quite yeah. a bit. And it's just absolutely amazing. So, uh, so he came back uh, and, and started this whole place, and it's been around for quite a while then.
1: Yeah, we, he opened in 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, I joined him in 2010. And uh, yeah, it's we're going on our eighth year, or ninth year. Wow! I, yeah, good do the math there. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, it's been fun. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, okay, so your dad came back home, and you joined up with him. What made you want to go ahead and do that? Is it just following your father's footsteps and want to just continue on uh, with all? Yeah, this? a
1: little, little bit. Of, I, I ran restaurants and bars sure. in Chicago for years, and I had one a restaurant here for mm-hmm. a while and uh when he came back and seeing all the other wineries yeah. kept getting that itch to it would be fun to be back in the business yeah. i did it when i was a kid you know, with them until i was 22 and so it was nice to get back in the business
0: right that's a pretty cool thing it's it's cool because you know a lot of kids will learn, you know, things from their parents about, you know, like how to build something or how to, you know, fix a car or something like that. But you were learning how to make wine. Yes. <laughs> yes. So what was that experience like as, as a kid? Uh, Well, uh,
1: as a young kid, it was fun because I was hanging out with all the older guys. Right. But high school years when... People are doing other things. It wasn't always so great, you know. People right. are out at the beach while I'm bottling.
0: Is you know, yeah, bottling, going out to the uh, the vineyards and checking grapes yeah. and doing all that stuff and working, you know, hours upon hours, as you were saying, because in this peak of uh, harvest season like we're in right now, uh, you're working day and night. Yes. Well, it, yeah, it varies. Yeah. Some days will be real easy because
1: it's raining. Right. Next day. You, it might be all day because all the grapes just keep coming in. That's true. It just varies.
0: And where where are your grapes grown here in Baroda?
1: We get all our gro- grapes from local farmers from from Berrien County. Okay. So from from various vineyards vi- vi- in the county.
0: Right. So they call you up. They say, we got the grapes. They're ready to go. And you guys have to spring into action and get yeah. everything going in the process and everything. They
1: pick them and bring them in. And then we take them from there, crush and press and
0: ferment from there. That's awesome. And I love it because uh, we're recording this podcast right here in your, uh, right in the heart of everything. Yeah, we right in the We got the sour- barrels, we got the fermenters, we got all kinds of stuff right here in front of us.
1: Yes. We actually have two
0: totes of, uh, of uh, foche fermenting five feet from us. <laughs> <laughs> and they smell great. I mean, just driving through uh, this area, when you go down uh, anywhere, the, the wine trail, it's just uh, that, right now is that perfect smell of roll down your windows and smell the grapes. Yes. And that, that's
1: actually uh the, the smell you smell. Those are the Concord, right. grapes. right? The Concord grapes is great. from The Welch's grapes. Yeah. Yes.
0: And those, those are great. But then you know that if those are ready, that means that a lot of those wine grapes are ready to go yes. and ready for you guys. And uh, so w- when people walk in here into the tasting room, uh, talk about what, what the experience is like, like what are they going to, what are they going to experience here? Well,
1: when they come into our place, we uh, they sit down and either they can go up to the Tasty Room Bar or we have tables for bigger groups. Mm-hmm. And we'll do a tasting and they will, we have them pick five wines to select. Mm-hmm. And then we always throw in our two chocolate dessert wines. Oh. So they get a taste of seven wines for $8. That's wonderful. And then the girls will, and the guys will explain story behind some of the grapes and right. how we pick and choose and stuff like that.
0: And so uh, where do you come up with some of the names? Because I know like right behind us is there, there's a bottle of what I've had before and I like it because I just love the name. I love the label. Is the I'm, Oh Hell Yeah Red.
1: Well, Red was a, a fishing buddy of my father's. Okay. Being a good old boy, he they were having a fish fry and my Father had some Merlot or mm. something, a dry red. Sure, gave let, gave Red a sip. And he didn't care for that much. So my dad went back to his car. He always had ample syllabi sure samples on. Him. He threw in a little sweet white wine, blended okay. it together, and gave it back to him. And Red loved it. He said, well, <laughs> "Hell yeah, Lenny, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about." So that's that's from then on that. That our demi-red became, oh, hell yeah, red.
0: Oh, that's an awesome story. I love that. Yeah, because that, I mean, did he look like that? Because that, that is uh, pretty, like. Pretty close. He looks like, I, it, it's like a, like an old prospector kind of, big yeah.
1: red beard. If, there's a photo of him with a fish up front, and he's, he's actually, now he's, he, well, he's passed away down mm-hmm. too, but he's, uh,
0: at that time, he was all white. Wow. He's, but yes, he's pretty close <laughs> to that look, yes. Oh, that is awesome. And, and, you know, and that is the thing, is that when people come in here into a tasting room, you may get those people that they only want something sweet or they only want something dry.
1: Yeah, we, was, what's nice is we try to make, we have a wide variety of wines mm-hmm. for anyone's palate. So there's some people that are just sweet people, and then there's the dry red people. And right. We have a little
0: selection for everybody. Now, when it comes to um, if somebody wants something to eat, do you guys provide food here? No, we we do not have a
1: kitchen. Mm -hmm. I ran bars and restaurants for 20 years. (laughs) Done with that, right? I don't want to deal with the kitchen anymore. (laughs) Uh, So, no, uh, people can always bring in food. Okay. But we do have uh, pretzels and uh, a blueberry mustard to clean people's palates in between tastes. Oh, that sounds good. But other than that... uh, no kitchen for me.
0: Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good thing. Like you said, yeah. you, you worked in that restaurant industry. That is one uh, thing you don't want to deal with. But the great part about it is, is being here in this area, I mean, we have so many restaurants and things that you guys can go to, and uh, a lot of places you can find your wines as well in other restaurants, right? Yes. We, we
1: have them in a few places, like the Tap right down the mm-hmm. street. Uh, 221 Main carries some of our wine. Mm-hmm. And... Various other places, yes.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely wonderful. Uh, and you know, I I always love coming to Baroda because of all the wineries that are in this area. But there's always something cool going on in uh, in this area, pretty much year round. Of something cool, what sort of uh, events do you guys like to take part of? Well, for us at the winery itself, so
1: we do our grape sample, which is the mm-hmm. Saturday after Labor Day. Okay, and that's a fun event. I mean, teams of four and the what whoever produces the most juice is the winner and it's a it's a lot of fun and now, we have our our beach fest right for the where our wine
0: trail mm-hmm. participates and that's a great time yeah that is a good time for sure i i love the grape stomp because uh you know they, that's how is that how it was, used to be done or was that just kind of a fun thing that people did uh just just no, for fun no well i'm assuming it some point in time, that's right. probably
1: how it was done, and then they figured out easier ways, right? You know, with the screw
0: press and stuff like that. <laughs> now, they produced all this, this juice from the grape stomp, and you guys do that every year. Um, is that wine or is that that juice used at all? Or Yes, the, that's
1: that's actually the foche that oh. we're standing next to is the grapes from from the grape stomp.
0: Oh, that's awesome! And so, yeah, that'll be used. I
1: mean, remember, it's being fermented, right? So, the alcohol is going to kill anything. Yep. Then it's going to go through a filter that's going to take out sure. any microbes. so it, it's it's perfectly fine. Right,
0: exactly. It is perfectly fine, and and like you said, it's you know it's the style of, you know the way things were done uh, before. But it, it is cool that you're able to use that. And um, I actually would love that if like I stomped the grapes, I could say like, hey, you know this bottle right here that that was that, from me that, doing the work. Yes, that's that's right.
1: <laughs> Some people have suggested that we do a toe jam red. Oh, no, but, that'd be a good idea.
0: But I don't know how that would go over. <laughs> I feel the, like, I feel like it would be one of those good ideas at the time, yeah, but I don't think people would actually to It's one of those great ideas it.
1: when you've had a couple of bottles, but yeah. in theory, I don't know if that would be so good.
0: Exactly. And now, um, does, does the hot weather that we've been having, um, this, this weekend and when you get, you know, kind of iffy weird weather that happens to happen around harvest season. Does that affect you guys at all as far as getting the harvest and getting that happening? Well, yeah, well,
1: this weather is great. It's really letting the the grapes finish ripening. Mm -hmm. You know, do we want it to stay like this for forever? Probably not. Then they'll get overripe or, you know, have mold problems and rock problems. Yeah. But a week or so, it's pretty nice. Uh, one of our best summer, uh, far, how, excuse me, our best harvest was 2011, uh-huh. and I mean every day in October it was 75 right. degrees. It was perfect. Exactly, and it was it was a really fine year.
0: And I, and I uh, noticed as I was walking through, uh, I even noticed there was there were some barrels from from the 2011.
1: Yes, we have uh, still have some Cab Franc aging mm-hmm. from 2011, and we. we
0: pull that you know as it's right refined right that's really cool that that's that's something i would love to try eventually um so uh, what else you guys got going on what what are some like uh i always like to ask people what are what are some uh, secrets or some things that might be brewing for you guys besides harvest that's
1: the only thing i'm really concentrating
0: on right just now. just concentrating on just that concentrating
1: stuff concentrating on harvest and getting the, the grapes into into the tanks that's primarily it right now that's kind of just
0: i try to keep stuff simple and focus on one thing at a time right this has been a a great experience coming here and and checking everything out you got you got guys working uh and pressing grapes and doing all that stuff you got uh wine grapes fermenting you've got barrels in front of us this is like the best time to be here yeah we got wine aging in barrels we got reds fermenting
1: on the skins we got some white out front, outside being pressed right now. Mm-hmm. So, and you got people. Fun.
0: You got people that I can see through the glass that are uh, that are in the enjoying tasting room, the tasting. enjoying the tasting room. So it's just it's like full circle. Yeah. It's
1: really cool. It's this is a really a fun time to be out on the wine trail. Yeah, out in the you know
0: visiting all the wineries. Definitely, and it's been an absolutely uh, wonderful time. Thank you for for being a part of this. Uh, this has been a lot of fun, um, and and just you know if you're wanting to plan your trip. Uh, come here to Baroda Founders, and it's real easy to find right here uh, in downtown Baroda. Right where Hills Road meets Baroda. Plan your trip here to Baroda Founders uh, Wine Cellars right here in Baroda. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Meet the Makers. We would love for you to leave
1: us a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an
0: episode. Remember, it's all brought to you by the Maker's Trail. Plan your route at makerstrail.org.